Before we get into Treventine part 2, I have to preface that during my first take, my camera died corrupting the footage, so I'm just going to put up some of my footage from my spring break trip down to Table Rock Lake, and the camera will be back around the 12-10 mark, so I hope you guys enjoy, and don't get sick. Good morning, good afternoon, and good whatever time it is. I'm your host with the most, Trevor Laird. And I'm back here with another episode of Treventine. This is the podcast where you get to know more about the thoughts, feelings, and emotions of an 18-year-old senior in high school being affected by the coronavirus here in 2020. Today's date is currently March 19th, 2020, and it is now 2.36 p.m. Central Time. This is the podcast where we cover three different things. Uh, one, what going on in the world of corona two what i'm doing for the day and three how corona is affecting us today is a special episode where i'll be doing live call-ins from many of my classmates that are being affected job wise with the coronavirus so let's just dive right into it so i think i should start off with what i'm doing for today so this morning i woke up about seven about usual for me i woke up now i am just kind of chilling uh, I woke up, I got a haircut this morning, uh, I got it nice and trimmed up, I'm trying to, I'm trying to grow it back so I can like slick it back a little bit, but I don't know, I'm trying to, I'm trying different things, I figured if now's the time to uh, change my hair up, it's now and not any time else, because I won't be going to school and not a lot of people will be seeing me, besides all you wonderful viewers, so yeah, I got a haircut, I grilled a couple burgers, um, that was nice, it was good lunch, especially since I'm on my own now, basically, I don't have school lunches anymore. Then I uh, went went to my friend Emily's house. She worked out, or I went to her house, and then we worked out with her, her boyfriend, and then our other friend. So that was nice to get a, a quick pump, and I'm so blessed to have a, a friend that will uh, give me their gym to use every once in a while. And, you know, I think for, throughout the rest of the day, I'm going to go clean up my room, edit this podcast, and just have a good time. So that's basically everything I'm doing today. Um... One thing I noticed whenever I got my haircut is the place I went to, I actually go to like kind of a different city. I went to this different city and it was popping. Like it was way busier than the town I live in. And I found that super surprising, especially with all this quarantine stuff, because now it's like toilet paper's missing. There's nothing else to do. And it's just crazy to think. So, um, so I don't waste my friend's times. I have them in a separate call. I'll hop in pretty soon. Um, I think we should go cover the news. So I'm kicking it old school. I printed off a bunch of articles. I'll probably run out of paper pretty soon because, you know, the coronavirus. But uh, these are some of the top headlines from this morning. And this is a live update from, I believe, the New York Times. Let me try and figure this out. It says that the coronavirus as a pandemic is spreading swiftly and China is reporting zero new infections. So that's amazing to hear. This is as of 1030 a.m. today, uh, March 29th. So... Um, this article and these articles just kind of go through a bunch of different things. I'll be covering the major headlines. For example, um, as the coronavirus spreads, the human toll grows. Uh, in China, this is the first day without a no locally transmitted coronavirus infections or infected. So what that means is there's people out there that aren't being uh, infected. And this is the first day in history that China hasn't had that since two months ago, whenever the coronavirus started. Um, what I found terrifying about this is, I don't know if you can see this, this one line right here says no one is safe. And that is absolutely terrifying to hear, especially whenever we're in a time of stress like this. Um, 
Another thing that was uh, mentioned in here in this article is that two members of Congress were tested positive in isolation on Thursday. And it says, um, goes into this article, while older people remain at the gravest uh, risk worldwide, a CDC report found that 38% of those required hospitals hospitalization in the U.S. were ages 50, or 20 to 54. That's still a marginalized young group. And I think that just proves to everyone that we're not all indestructible. I know a lot of my friends and even me, I'm going out into public thinking, I'm young, the coronavirus isn't affecting me, so why should I worry? But looking at this new statistic that was just found, that is something terrifying to see. Um, this article also goes into how President Trump signed a relief package to provide the sick leave, unemployment benefits, and free coronavirus testing, and lawmakers are... Uh, drafting a new uh, bill for a $1 trillion economic stabilization package. Um, I'll go into that a little bit more. Uh, we also learned that ventilators remain in short supply. No shock whenever you have more beds being filled up than there are nurses out there to help. That's a huge issue, and it's going to cause things such as that. Um, and here we see that in California, more than 9 million people have been told not to leave their homes. That's a terrifying thought that you can't leave your home I, I i don't know what that means um i what i from from what this says is it, it's just at a time that we can't be in, in contact with other people and we got to do our best to uh stay separated stay isolated from these people and flatten that curve like everyone's trying to say um this next headline is that the senate rushes to pass relief package um basically what i mentioned earlier uh, the Trump administration proposed a $500 billion direct payment to taxpayers and an additional $500 billion in loans for businesses. This is in a two-wave thing, part of the trillion-dollar package, basically trying to give people money to live off of while they can't work, which flows perfectly in today's uh, topic of discussion, which will be how the coronavirus is affecting us with having no work. Um, but before I get into that and I get my friends in call, Let's talk about uh, more of these these major headlines, including Nancy Pelosi told colleagues that she is aware of concerns, including provisions and unemployment insurance, increased Medicaid funding and further assistance to small businesses. That's a huge thing. I know from where I live, we have a small coffee shop and my friend Emily, the person who has that gym that she's letting me borrow, she went to a coffee shop, that coffee shop, and she said that it was dead. There was no one there and it was crazy. And I know last night I really didn't believe her, so I drove over there. And that whole, the whole square where that coffee shop is, was dead. There was no one there. And it's six o'clock on a Thursday and you're telling me no one is there. That's insane. And I mean, I guess that's a good thing, but it just felt like a ghost town. It didn't even feel real. Um, as we continue, this one I found also interesting is that 508 coronavirus patients have been known to be hospitalized in the United States. 38% were between the ages of 20 and 54, and nearly half of the 121 sick, sick, pa sickest patients studied um, and those who were admitted under intensive care were adults under the age of 65. So even though you may be young and robust, it doesn't mean you are immune to the coronavirus. So be careful, guys. Wash your hands. I watched an interesting Vox video about that. So, uh, you know, check it out and just stay safe. Um, 
as we keep going, there's a, a shortage in protective equipment for many hospitals, um, including masks, gowns, and face shields. A new hashtag, hashtag GetMePPE, has been surfacing with all the uh, medical in institutes. And, you know, it, it's, it's tough because with all the people that are going into these um, hospital -like, hospitalized care, there's not enough equipment and not enough people to go around. So... It's just going to be interesting to see what, what happens with this. Um, with the Congress members, the two names of the Congress members um, were Representative Mario Diaz, I think, Ballart, a Republican from Florida, and Representative Ben McAdams, a Democrat from Utah. Um, they were fallen ill after voting at the House early Saturday. So if they had corona and this, um, I forgot what they call it, manifestation period, the... Uh, the period in which you can be sick but you won't have symptoms um if this uh if that's actually a true statement and it's like two weeks before you actually feel sick or 14 days whatever the the time is now that's huge because that means after they voted in the house floor they came in contact with all those people and now they're going to get all those other people sick though they didn't know it and i mean i can't you can't really blame them it's not their fault or anything Whew, that's I don't know. This is an invisible germ, as Donald Trump puts it. Um, another interesting thing is Queen Elizabeth heads to her country home as Britain's, uh, Britain's restrictions expand. 93 years old, Queen Elizabeth II has lived through the Great Depression and World War II, but she's being moved in isolation, further isolation to keep her alive, which is absolutely great. It's an amazing thing, especially for someone that's been around for this long. Um, that'd be that'd be a tough one to swallow if if she did in fact uh, contract it um going on prime minister boris johnson said that schools would be closing in the uk i found that super cool in britain so they're actually becoming more conscious and they are starting to shut off schools um going through the s p 500 fell more than one percent the start of trading not good stock market will keep crashing and then into some more i guess even more terrifying news. Uh, this is coming from CNN Health. They say that nearly two months since the first U.S. Corona case, federal government, the federal government is now preparing for a pandemic that could last up to 18 months or longer, including multiple waves of illnesses. They, they said that more than 27,000 new cases were reported in the United States in the 24 hours from Wednesday morning to Thursday morning. In a total of nearly 9,000 people across the country tested positive for the virus, at least 149 people dead. Now, these numbers are, of course, going to keep going up, but it, it's crazy to think that this could go on for even much longer, especially with all the uh, hospital shortages and medical supply short shortages that we're having. I, I have no clue how we're going to do this. And I think the best thing to do is just stay socially isolated and watch what you're doing. Now, I'm no, I'm no, no doctor. I'm just a high school senior trying to give out my thoughts and um, break it down from a different point of view. But that's, that's crazy to think that this thing could go on for another 18 months, according to CNN Health. Um, Donald Trump also deployed two hospital ships to increase medical capacity. That's an amazing thing to see. And I think that was about it. But now to the bread or the, the meat and potatoes of this podcast, what's how it's infecting us. This article right here, I think, sums it up the best. And that is Ford GM Fiat Chrysler will close all factories amid coronavirus outbreaks, sources say. Now, this is from um, K 
KSHB Kansas City 41 News, uh, 11.44 a.m. today, March 18th, 2020. And they say that in Kansas City, Missouri, Ford General Motors, Motors and Fiat Chrysler will close all of their factories due to workers' fear about the coronavirus. Uh, it will begin a systematic orderly suspension on, of manufacturing operations in North America, according to the General Motors um, according to general motors so that's crazy to think my camera shut off i don't know where my camera died but my camera died so now we're back here uh but the general motors announced that it will begin a systematic orderly suspension of manufacturing operation in north america that is huge that means a lot of people are going to be losing their jobs all these business workers manufacturers and you know i I, it's impacting us all differently. This is why I have a bunch of my classmates and friends in a call to talk about this, which we'll get to in pretty soon. They say that the suspension will last until at least March 30th and after deep cleaning is performed. So apparently they're going to clean up all the manufacturing industries and try and fix up everything, which I think at this point, that's all you could really do. Um, I know when I got my haircut today, the lady who cuts my hair said that she's closing after this Saturday and they won't be back for another two weeks. Now, you know, that means no money for her and that means no haircuts for everyone else. But in a time like this, I think this social distancing is the best thing that we could do. And, you know, if it's what we can do and the only thing that we can do, it's what we must do. What a line I just said. That was ridiculous. But yeah, that's that's basically all the major headlines for today. Um, I haven't seen anything really else big and popular popping out. So I think now it's time to talk about how it's affecting us and having like no work with, because of the coronavirus. So in episode one, I talked about how I not necessarily lost my job, but I don't have a job until April. My boss called me and said, hey, it's going to be a rough one. This isn't a good call, but you're not going to have a job until April. And I was just like, wow, I, okay. I mean, I, I guess I understand because of the circumstances, but now I don't have money. And since we're on spring break, it's kind of tough because this would be the time to be making money if any time was the best time. Um, and now that we don't have that time, what are we going to do? So I have a couple of my classmates in this call. Um, I'm going to join this call real quick and then see maybe what they're thinking. So let's hop into here. Madison, are you there? This is Madison Gabbert, one of my Knet friends. Um, yeah, I'm here. Hey, Madison, how are you doing today? I'm okay, how are you? You know, I'm I'm thriving in this time of, uh, I guess, isolation and quarantine. So uh, I believe you wanted to talk about uh, not working at the Crack Shack anymore. Yeah, Crack Shack decided well, I decided to call them because I was sick. Like I said in the last episode, I've been sick for like three weeks. So I decided I would stay home and, you know, quarantine myself like people are telling us to. And my manager was basically like, yeah, we haven't called you yet, but like we're only doing to go for the next two weeks. So I was like, oh, okay. So... And they told me to spread around the message to everybody. So I just decided to text all my friends and be like, hey, we're out of work for two weeks. You're welcome. So, yeah. Wait, so your boss didn't, like, tell everyone he they just told you? Pretty much. And I had to call them and tell them. And then he told me then. That was three hours before my shift. Wow. I, did your coworkers, like, 
believe you when you said oh, we're not going to work anymore? I mean, they were ma- they believed me because the thing about closing all the restaurants and stuff had just come out, but like they're kind of mad they hadn't been told. For sure, I I mean, not being told by your boss, I feel like would be rough. At least at least to Johnny's yeah. manager. He called each one of us individually and told us, but dang dude that sucks so (laughs) yeah what what does that mean for you um means i won't work for two weeks and i won't get paid and then my mom is out of work for six weeks she's a massage therapist at the elms and excelsior and they're closing down the entire spa for six weeks so neither one of us will get money for at least two or three weeks yikes um i guess that's that's good for not it's not good hold on let me rephrase that (laughs) The, the whole Donald Trump relief package, I bet that's that's coming in handy, isn't it? Whenever yeah, it comes if it through. Comes. If it yeah. comes. Yeah. So, are you guys having to adjust your lifestyle anyway? Well, I mean, yeah, we'll have to start, like, not, like, we already save, but, like, we'll have to really cut down on what we have to buy, just bare minimum. Mm. Um, have you bought in toilet paper in a while? No, but we always get the big packs at Sam's Club, so we're stocked up. <laughs> there you go. I know our family, we were looking for toilet paper and we couldn't find any. But, you know, it's, we're on the edge of an apocalypse. It's whatever, though. <laughs> it's fine. Toilet paper doesn't matter. So do you think you're going to try and find a different job in the meantime? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's only a limited amount of places there is to work now, which is like price chopper and all the grocery stores and stuff. But like, I know in like North Carolina and stuff, even the grocery stores had to shut down. So like if that happens and every single person is going to be out of a job. So like, cause I'm 16. So there's only so many limited jobs I can apply for and do. Mm, so if we do go on a shelter in place here in, in Missouri, what do you, do you think, I guess, the playing field to be leveled out work-wise? Or how do you think, what do you think the government can do to, like, combat that? Um, I have absolutely no idea. I mean, the pension thing could definitely help a lot of people. But, I mean, it just makes you think, like, what did, like, Italy do? Since they've been on quarantine for however many, like, weeks or something. I don't know. But, like how are they handling it and is that what we should do to handle ours Mm -hmm. for sure i mean we're they say that we're two weeks behind um yeah italy right now and you know it's what can you do man yeah but i mean i know that i just saw in the news this morning that like we're already running out of masks and like all the supplies and my mom was talking to me she's like they should have like they should have prepared and started bulking up on like making all these items weeks whenever it was starting in China, like how like January, mm-hmm. they should have started preparing then instead of, Oh, just trying to do it now. And everybody's out. Like all the hospitals are being like told to start reusing all of their stuff because they're running out of everything. And then that brings in the question, is that sanitary, you know? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I Yeah, it, it's a tough one because, like, it, you could – twenty or hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? So 
when we look back at it, we're like, oh, we should have done all this stuff. But what mm-hmm. if we did all the stuff and then Corona never came here, you know? Well, I mean, but they were already estimating that it was going to come here and they weren't doing anything still. So, I mean, I guess if they know if they knew that it was going to come here, then they should have started acting then rather than acting now. True. When it actually came here. That's very true. Yeah. Well, Madison, I won't keep you on too long. I'll let you let you go. I appreciate you you tuning in though and listening. No problem. All right. So uh, I think we're going to talk to our next person, uh, my friend Harrison. He used to work with me at Johnny's back in the day when we had a job. Harrison, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How are you doing, Trev? You know, we're we're chilling, man. We're chilling. We're making a podcast, doing what we love. Right. So, uh, Harrison used to work at Johnny's with me, and then he moved on to bigger and better things. Do you want to talk about where you work now? Um, yeah, so after I left Johnny's, I moved from Liberty down to the Plaza, and I now work at the van store down there. Um, and I also work at a high ropes course called Go Ape over by the zoo, um, which are both really, really cool jobs. And I'm grateful that I have been given those opportunities. Okay, nice. Um, how How is Corona affecting you? personally it's just kind of like a mental thing man like my gym isn't shutting down so i'm still i'm uh, still training jujitsu um vans closed all of their u.s and canada stores for three weeks so i won't be working but they say um that they're gonna pay us for the hours that we would have worked which is um hopefully gonna stay true and the ropes course isn't going to shut down until local government makes us. So we're just kind of moving and grooving with whatever happens. Yeah. I, dude, well, here's what what's interesting is if they say they're going to, Vans going to say they're going to pay you, where are they getting this money if everything's closed? I mean, it's a huge corporation. I think that they just have money and they want to make sure that their employees are still there when this is all over mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's, that's a point i guess online delivery and stuff is there also there too uh for for your like rope climbing place are, are you yeah. surprised that they're not closed yet um yes and no yes from the standpoint of like we care about our employee safety but no from the standpoint that it's a bit of an expensive activity um so i mean even small groups of people going and braving the uh the virus is still giving us profit Mm -hmm. have you seen like a a dip in people going oh absolutely Mm. is it like catastrophic or is it like manageable um to give like a comparison our opening weekend we maxed out our group sizes for every group that we took out that day um and then this last weekend we had i want to say maybe six people a day on the course wow Uh, so it was very drastic decline but uh, like I said, it's an expensive activity and we still make profit off of paying employees. I gotcha. Or, I mean, so it's I not, should say it. What'd you say? Sorry, go ahead. 
Oh, okay. It sounds like you're still you're you're still in a good spot. I mean, especially being able to to train and then yeah, make no, some I'm very dough. very grateful for the fact that my gym is very convinced that the media is making this way worse than it actually is. Um, we're all kind of weird people in that way. We're all um, interested in conspiracies. Um, but the the reality of it is, is it does need to be taken seriously but not too seriously, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah, we should be taking precautions, but we shouldn't make it, we shouldn't push it to a point where it's uh, not allowing us to live life normally. Mm -hmm. I'd agree. Do you, do you think it's being blown out by the media or do you think it's like justified? A little bit of both. I think that they're bringing a little bit of realism to it. Um, but I noticed I was listening into you talking to Madison and um, like the comparison between the U.S. and Italy, you have to take into account that the population per capita of Italy is about 530 people per square mile, I think, and the population per capita in the U.S. is about 90 people per square mile. So you have to, and it's an airborne disease, so you have to think about such tight-knit communities and like, everybody being in such close proximity to each other and breathing on each other all the time. That's how the disease is spreading so fast through Italy In the U S I don't really think we have to worry about it as much. Do I think it still should be like a concern? Yes. But do I think that we're taking it a bit far? Yeah. Okay. I, I like that interpretation and you know, it's, we, we've never been tasked with this since 1918 and it's like a lot's changed since then so i guess we're just kind of figuring it out day by day yeah um i was i don't remember if i heard this on a joe rogan podcast or um if i just read it somewhere but it's the covid19 has like the lowest um fatality rate of like any epidemic if you will mm -hmm. that there's really ever been at like i think four percent now really huh um i don't yeah i don't have the stat like the data in front of me to uh like approve or deny that but that's fair yeah, we're I'm not sitting in a room it. with uh somebody to pull up stuff on a computer like joe rogan does yeah we need a jamie that's what, that's yeah. what needs to happen jamie pull it up it, uh, oh you're not here jamie it's just me dude i find this podcast is interesting because it's a computer to the right of me i have a microphone a microphone a soundboard and a camera and then like lights and i'm just trying to i'm trying to manage everything by myself and so far it's been working but you know <laughs> it's been interesting that's killer yeah well, Harrison, thanks for thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate you uh, putting your peace of mind in here. It's always great to get a, a different different points of views, you know. Of course, man. So I think we're gonna go over to our next person, my friend Owen. He also he's a coworker of mine uh, that works at Johnny's. Owen, are you there? I am. Hey. How are you doing today, Owen? I'm I'm doing good. How are you? I'm not sick. I'm still alive. That's good. Yeah, that's good. So. uh... <laughs> What do you think of our our boss calling in and telling us that we didn't have work? I won't lie. Um, it was a little unexpected. Really? I, 
I yeah no I don't I don't think something like that would ever happen um, and it was it was really weird kind of uh, for for a different reason than I would think just because you know I I just never expected that this would something would impact my life as much as this has you know what I mean mm-hmm. like taking us out of school taking me out of work <clears throat> pardon me taking me out of work mm-hmm. that sort of thing you didn't expect it to escalate this much right yeah yeah like it it's crazy i mean um like i said in last episode there i saw this article that said all theaters restaurants and bars will be closing and that is literally johnny's in (laughs) three words (laughs) yeah um it, it was it was interesting though to see because when I was still working when it hadn't been closed down we still got a a good amount of people it was I, I was surprised. Yeah, I mean we of course like last time I worked with you we were, we were joking around with Corona. Yeah. And it was like it was still like a looming threat over our heads, but it didn't seem real yet. It wasn't that big of a deal when we were, you know, when I when we worked last that was like <laughs> forever ago. Uh, and so it just wasn't that big of a deal, and it's weird to see how much it's it's increased. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that. That's not to say that it's like a huge. I mean, obviously, it's a really big deal, but you know, I don't think I'm not that worried about it personally. Um, I'm not worried about myself, at least. I'm worried about um all the people that may lose their jobs over this. I'm worried about a lot of the elderly because that's what it affects, who it affects the most, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, but yeah. Do you think this will escalate into a point where we're fighting over materials? No. Um, well, honestly, I think we already are. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you've seen the videos of Walmart. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually, my friend and I, we decided to go to Walmart just to see what it was like uh, for fun. And it was weird. I, I took two pictures of it. Um, there are no, there is no t- toilet paper anywhere. Like, it was completely cleared out. But everything else was, I don't think it'll ever escalate to that because while it, it will get worse, as in it will affect more people, or rather infect more people, um, I don't think it'll ever escalate from here. You know what I mean? Like it won't rise exponentially as such it did two weeks ago. Right. It won't get as it won't get worse than people like fighting over toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we can only pray, man. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we don't want it to get like uh, I was talking to my my hairstylist about that, and it's like, what if this becomes like fallout or like mad max where we're all like decking out and stuff yeah i'd be interesting it would be interesting but i i again i listened in a little bit um you know i feel like this is this has been the least bad pandemic um i saw the same graphic um and it is exponentially smaller than most most like the spanish flu killed a lot more people and infected a lot more people um 
But it again, it's it's not really. I don't think it's something that we should just kind of blow off because we already have been doing that for months, and now it's got like we've seen to the point where I haven't left my house in a few days. Really? Um, yeah. Now I've is that self quarantine or are you just? It's not self quarantine. I'm not. I'm. I don't think I'm in. I don't have, think I have it. It's just kind of. I see it as an excuse to be an introvert. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> like I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably do this anyway. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so. Aww. So I mean, I don't have a. No, it's it's okay. It's all right. I, I. You know, I have everything I need. I have food. I can talk to friends like I am with you. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I think this is the best time to be in a pandemic because of all the technology we have. Yes. And you know, it's different yes. than. 1918 was but yeah all right Owen. Yeah. i appreciate you coming on do you have any anything else big to say not really no all right then i guess we're going to go on to our last person uh, another johnny's employee my friend austin uh austin are you there i don't think he's there oh Hello. hey austin hey trev how you doing man I'm doing all right. How you doing? We're chilling. Wow, that was really loud. Uh, oh. Um. So, Corona came through. That it did. That it did. And we don't have jobs anymore. Yep. yep. Holy cow! Why is it so loud? Um. I don't. <laughs> it's just as loud on my end too. So, what does this mean for you? Well, I mean, uh, it means I'm out of work which is, I think, is just as good as it is bad, you know. For me, it's not a big deal because, uh, obviously, I'm 18. I live with my parents, um, and that income is just for savings, you know, mm -hmm. and day-to-day -day stuff. Uh, whereas a more, I, I really feel for the people that in the food industry um, who live, you know, paycheck to paycheck. Um, and so I just, I, I really feel for them, you know. But for me, it's it's actually been kind of nice. Um, I've been I've been reading a lot more. I've been uh, starting to write and drawing and all sorts of stuff. And just it's it's good to have some free time, you know. I, I'd agree, um, especially when you can't work. Might as well do something else productive. Right, right. What have you been yeah, writing? Oh, my bad. Uh, no, you're good. I'm. I was starting to write that uh, that movie script we were talking about. Oh, shh. With the, uh, oh, is that hush hush? Shh. Okay, all right, all right. I won't, I won't say anything uh, more. As of now, we'll, we'll figure yeah, it as out. As of now, yeah. We're hinting at a, a new movie. But yeah, uh, so that's been been doing that. Been uh, sketching some new designs for that stuff. Um, I've been reading. Um, this book series I've had on my shelf for years now. And it's like, it's one of those things that you kind of, uh, you buy a book you're really interested in, or at least I do. And I'll read like the first few chapters. And I'm like, Oh, this is so cool. And then I put it on the shelf and never touch it again. You know, I just get, you get busy with like day to day stuff and you never go back to it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I kind of had the same thing with, uh, I've been listening to a lot of albums that I never did. Um, cause I'll like, buy an album listen to the two songs i really like on it and then just put it in the shelf you know 
so it's it's been pretty it's been a lot of fun for me um i've just kept myself busy you know mm-hmm. that's good to hear man um, I, I would definitely say i've been doing the same thing yeah if i'm not doing this i'm reading or watching a movie i've been wanting to watch yeah oh yeah i just uh i watched the kill bills yesterday oh really yeah yeah it's so, those are great yeah they're good they're good cool cool well uh I might have to get you on tomorrow. I think tomorrow's episode is going to be about missing prom. And I know you're an anti-promer, but, you know, I, <laughs> right. it'll be interesting to hear, uh, you know, your point of view and everything. Yeah, of course. I'd love to. Do you have any uh, anything else really to say? Uh, I mean, uh, just to everybody's everybody's listening, um, be smart, stay safe, um, and uh, make the most of it, you know. All right, those are wise words of Austin. So uh, I think that's all I really have for today's podcast. It's a little longer than last one was, and hopefully you guys keep listening and watching in. Um, I was trying something different, something new, and hopefully I can keep doing it. Tomorrow, I, I, I mean, I'm torn between either no prom or no school. Um, if I do no school, I can talk, call in and talk to some of my teachers, and I'm sure they'd be, they would love to do that. But... Uh, yeah, I think that's that's all I really have, and uh, that's the way it is. Stay safe, everyone. I'll see you guys tomorrow.